Depression is a motherfucker. But there is help out there. I urge you that if you are depressed and have thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And if that's not there, I'd also like to support the Trevor Foundation. You can find them at trevorfoundation.org. This is Nicholas Dye from Nowhere, California and the Ectopod. Remember, there is help out there and you are not alone. Do you like what's going on? Then vote. If you don't like what's going on, then fucking vote. Get out, get informed, and vote. Great place to start is nerdsvote.com. You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can find us on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. This is Josh. This is Nick. And welcome to Nowhere, California. I hope everybody's okay. <laughs> Depending on when this is posted. <laughs> it's such a weird world, so I'm like, where are we going? Oh, that's right. I'm yeah, we, we, we gotta be Social poignant. distancing. Yeah. Uh, well, social distancing is starting to level out now, I guess. Yeah, the curve's starting to flatten, but it's not the landscape that we thought it was going to be. It's a little awkward. Yeah. Uh, still some people with masks, some people without. Yeah. Uh, we're moving into the summer months where it's going to be hopefully, not as prevalent. But I think we're going to see a resurgence of COVID again towards... You know, September, October, as things start to cool off again. Yeah. Uh, so, in the meantime, see. just please just keep washing your hands. Wear your mask when you need to. Or actually, wear your mask properly instead of having your nose fucking hanging out. That's fucking fabulous to see. Yeah. I watched one in, in, in well, in the store that you work in, but in a different location. Yeah. Uh, I was watching somebody grab some body wash, and they pull it down over their nose to smell the body wash. I'm <sighs> off. You're fucking up, dum-dum. I just want to... Like, wear it or don't wear it. There's so many people, like, wearing their masks wrong, like, either having it hanging off their ear. It, the more annoying one is just having their nose hanging out because it's like... Yeah. It can still go up there. I want to... Like, if a guest comes up to me and goes, can I get your help? And they're having their nose just hanging out there, I just want to jam my finger right up their nose. If I can get my finger in here, COVID can get in here. If, oh, no, even not than that. I'd just be like... <laughs> you know how awkward this is right now? You know if you were wearing your mask properly... <laughs> This would never have happened. See, I went and bought a mask that makes me look like a goddamn fat ninja. So, uh, like, it wraps up around my ears and yeah. straps in the back, and it covers up my face all awesome. And so, I, I'm going to wear that thing until well after the COVID Yeah, I'm just going to look like a bandit because the bandana thing works the best for me. It's yeah. comfortable. But Who would have known that the Princess Bride was going to be the one to predict, you know, the future? Oh, I was yeah. like, I think everybody will be wearing... They're very comfortable. I think everybody will be wearing oh, yeah. in the future. Oh, if they just start wearing it, probably. Because the one thing I would say, like, after I have my finger up the person's nose, uh-huh. I'd be like, you know, I can walk away and wash my hands really thoroughly. <laughs> but rub, you still got my finger in your neck. Rub, rubbing alcohol and everything. But tonight, you'll go to bed thinking some dude just finger-fucked my nostril today. <laughs> so nasty. Yeah. So nasty. And you get that awkward motion every time you put on that damn mask. Yeah. And if it makes you put it on properly, so be it. I know, right? There's the learning tool. That's yeah. what I passed to you. Yeah. 
But uh, before we dive into what we want to do, really honestly, depending on when this is airing, we've lost some legends recently. Yeah, okay, so as of recording... Uh, we've lost Jerry Stiller. Yeah, uh, George Costanza's his dad from Seinfeld. From Seinfeld. Uh, ben Stiller's father in real life. Yeah. Uh, Legendary comic 92, talent. 92, 92. I didn't, I 92. Didn't, I didn't think he was that old. Um, <laughs> if, if I had to guess, it would have been, I would have thought 80s. I've always loved him because he looks like an old man with a toupee all the time. Oh, yeah. And he just, you know, he's such a funny, 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 funny guy. Um, but, you know... It, what a huge life! Oh yeah, ninety-two. Cauldron I mean, win. that's that's a hell of a long, hell of a long life to live. And so, uh, you know, I'm 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 okay with that. You yeah. know, it wasn't like a tragic. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, that's I tragic. hate fucking saying that. Yeah. Anybody passing away sucks. But well, well, after that, a long life like that, you kind of just tip your hat and go right it, it's on. It's in you. the words of Kevin: it, "Cauldron win." And that's the thing. I anytime yeah. I tell somebody about somebody that has died and they're old, I don't really have that whole like, oh, it's tragic. And I felt like an asshole. It's like they lived a life, right? And another one that lived the life of eighty-six years. Uh, this morning we lost uh, Fred Willard. Yeah, Fred Willard, man, legendary, legendary uh, improv actor. Oh yeah, um, brilliant mind. Yeah, a mighty wind. Um, any of the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, any of the Christopher Guest movies. Uh, Alison Hannigan's dad on American Wedding. Yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Just multiple roles. Uh, yeah. Good lord. He- and what, he was such a funny man. He's man, super, super funny man. And one of the only people to get away with, I went to a porn theater, jacked it, and didn't get arrested. No, he got arrested, but didn't really get yeah, in too well, much trouble. <laughs> because he didn't have a children's television show. Apparently. Yeah. So, but, but just everybody, the jokes after were just like, Fred, you know there's the internet, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Um, I'm I always, I I always equate him to be the... American John Cleese. Oh God, yeah. That's who he reminds oh, me of. That, like it's a, right John on Cleese. the nose. Yeah. So yeah. he's just funny as shit and charming and endearing and very well spoken, and just a uh, just a funny, funny man. And so it, it was um, sad to see that. But also too, uh, right before we started recording, uh, there was word that got released that Lynn Shelton, uh, writer, director, producer, actor, and editor behind some of the great indie works and like under the radar television shows such as Hump Day. Glow and little fires little everywhere. Fire, yeah. Yeah, uh, just recently passed away too at the age of fifty-four. She was currently in a relationship with uh, Mark Marin, and he was the one, unfortunately, that shared the news with the world. Oh, broke the news. Yeah. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah. So hopefully he's doing good, as good as he can be with the situation. Yeah. God, yeah. she's adorable. She's a little pixie. Of a yeah. Woman. And she's in that fierce she, eyes. Though. Oh yeah. Jeez. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, considering the landscape that we live in now and the things that have happened. Yeah. It's it's nice that we haven't had more as a result. Thankfully, Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, they're doing had good. it and recovered. Yeah. Um. You know, I <laughs> I know Tom likes the joke that Rita got it way worse than he did. So yeah. He makes fun of that stuff a little bit, but uh, you know, it's good that everybody's kind of looking back and laughing on it. And hopefully, we're going when to get we jump ahead a year from now. Yeah. Uh, and and whatever we're going to touch base on, um, hopefully the landscape will have changed dramatically. Hopefully, we'll have some type of way to combat things a little bit better yeah. and we can return to some sense of pre-covid normalcy yeah unlike the world of uh, endgame where the it was post snap because <laughs> speaking of one Very year weird, in the man. future yeah we're talking about one year ago 
from yeah. where we're at right in now. In the past. Yeah. And, uh, for a movie that jumps some timelines, it, yeah. it's, oh, it seems kind of fitting that we're hitting it a year. Yeah. Year well, well, we should have hit a lot sooner, but one reason or another, we just did not get a chance to. Well, we got to touch on it at the end of the year with our top movies of 2019, but unfortunately, you were detained in a whatever situation. I make it sound nefarious. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess... It, 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 they don't call it a blowhole for that reason. <laughs> That's the reason you're not allowed at SeaWorld anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I don't know. I just... I, my heart went out after Blackfish, and so I decided to really <laughs> yeah. go ahead. But yeah. the thing is, we're not really going to dive deep into the whole in-game world because that'd be a several-part episode. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Uh, you know, so many people have covered it. Yeah. Um, to this day, literally, like three days ago, I was watching reactions. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, opening they, night reactions, and they're starting just, to trickle those out more and more. Yeah, and you just start to like I see. I I am a, a pussy when it comes to movies. I love the whole movie going experience, and so I'll cry at happy moments and oh, sad yeah. moments and all kinds of things like that. And so, and this fucker was chock full of the. Oh bitches. God, yeah. But um, when I go back and I see an audience like lose their shit. Over certain scenes, or like um, on Rogue One, there's a video that circulates around. I'll have to show it to you sometime. And it's this guy who's showing his girlfriend Rogue One and how they overlap with New Hope. And she just, wait a minute, is this? Oh, and she just crying. Yeah, and as yeah. a Star Wars fan, I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. that's exactly how I feel. You know, like it's so fucking cool. Well, it's easy now to dive into what we're going to talk about because the one of the first videos that started circulating, especially when. All this started happening because people were just like, oh, we need to get some good stuff online just to cheer right. people up and everything. Was the reaction video to Cap picking up Mew Mew? Mew Mew. The owner. Yeah. Majolian owner. However, Cap picking up the hammer. Yeah. Which I'll be repeating multiple times during this conversation. To me, that is probably one of the greatest comic book movie scenes ever. Well, and it's, and it's preceded by another one of the great scenes where, uh, and I was. I prayed and prayed and prayed as the moment unfolded. You know, we got the big, fat, you know, like big, big Thorbowski. Yeah. Uh, Dad Bob Thor. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Russo Brothers and uh, yeah, Chris Hemsworth just putting his foot down like, no, I'm sticking with <laughs> because, this. Man, you sure opened the door for some of those chubby dads. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize how sexy I was until that movie came out. So, uh, <laughs> and don't burst my bubble. I see the fucking look. I see you about, about to contradict me. Knock it off. I was about to say, but you're not Chris Hemsworth. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, God damn it, I'm not. So, <laughs> but when he uh, when he calls Mjolnir when he goes back to get the ether and he has that moment with his mom again, another one where I was like, oh god, oh god, yeah. Uh, when one of those moments Mjolnir. where it makes Dark World more relevant. Exactly. I, I dug the movie. I, well, I love how fucking in the minutia of things you don't pay attention to the background scenery, and they've woven that into the tapestry. Oh god, yeah. where you're like, oh, you didn't pay attention because this, this happened in the background. Yeah. They did it masterfully with uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh yeah, but. Um, when they're getting ready, like after Thanos attacks uh, Avengers headquarters and all that stuff, um, there's Cap Thor and Iron Man standing there, and they're like, what's he doing? He's like, he's just sitting there. He's just waiting for us. And then you hear the lightning, or you hear the thunder like start to rumble, and then the lightning strikes, and Thor holds out his hands and grabs both Stormbreaker and the other. And then when he can, when he changes and he's in his armor, yeah, all it did was twist just his beard into two little braids. Viking. He went full Viking, but he was still fat as shit. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah! <laughs> so and then he just goes, "Well, let's kill him. Just promise me we'll kill him properly this time." And I'm like, "Fucking get him!" Oh yeah. Still, not once 
did I, I was so wrapped up in it, not once did I anticipate the lifting of Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. But as soon as it hit the ground, then I was like, oh, here we go. And then oh. when it lifted, I was just like, nut. <laughs> well, I'm sitting there, it's going on, Thanos is pressing Stormbreaker into... Oh, and he's so close. And, and he's doing like, no! And then we, he suddenly just gets blasted. I'm like, I'm sitting there going like, the fuck? Yeah. And then it whips back in his cap. The well, theater could have been dead silent. Exactly. It exploded, and you could still hear me going, motherfucker, yes! yes. Oh, yeah, I went I blame Kevin nuts. Smith for this, because I'm more open to being in the theater going, motherfucker, yes! See, and I do <laughs> that anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I was the asshole that when we were watching uh, Lord of the Rings uh, Return of the King, Yeah. and they all returned to the Shire, and Sam's sitting in the bar, and he's like sitting there drinking, and there's Rosie over there and all that stuff, and he goes... Takes a big old fucking swig of his his meat or whatever, sets it down and goes over to talk to him all. Go get her, Sam! And everybody <laughs> fucking lost their mind yeah. in the theater, you know and stuff. So yeah, uh, I'm right there with Kevin Smith. But, I love uh, getting swept up with that. In a, that hero shot of Cap with a hammer. Fuck! Uh, how badass he looked holding his shield. Oh yeah. In the left hand and then fucking Mjolnir in the right hand and just staring at him. And then they t- and then they, they just crank it up more with him being able to rain the yeah. rain the lightning on him. Yeah. And it was just like. Oh, yeah. And then you could tell everybody in the theater was like, Ultron. Yeah. Ultron. <laughs> and he immediately went, I knew it. I, you know, yeah. Oh, when he said, I knew goes, it. I knew it. Oh, I was God. like, fuck, yeah. So there was a whole plan for him to Since take Ultron. Mjolnir. Like, yeah. we're going to need every weapon we can. And it was like the forethought of Thor. It wasn't just the am I worthy sort of thing. It was well, that's the thing I read recently, too, that um, Cap was not fully re- He He was... Almost worthy in Ultron, it was Civil War that pushed him over to, I, supposedly. See, now, I argue with that, and yeah. I say, I don't think he was worthy because of why they were trying to lift the hammer. Oh, Thor no, yeah, Ultron, Thor, he wasn't ready. No, no, but uh, Thor, no, 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 Thor yeah. could pick it up at any time. Yeah. And I think, had they gone to battle and Cap tried to pick Mjolnir up in the middle of battle against Ultron, yeah. he would have picked it up. Okay. But they were at a party, and it was a show-off contest. Yeah. It was like, let's see what we can do, you know, because you get, like, Rody and, and, and yeah, Tony, yeah. and they're like, yeah, come on, put your back into it. I thought you were, come on, you're Iron yeah. Man, do this. And everybody's, you know, doing what they can. Natasha's like, I don't, that's a man thing, I don't need to do that. And when he grabs it and it moves, you see the look on Thor's face, and he goes, like, holy the shit. The fuck? <laughs> so, and then the only other person you see later pick it up is, is somebody who's pure, his yeah. vision. Yeah. Which, for a moment... I thought, is this where people start to return? Yeah. Is this where we see Vision? He's the one that picks up the hammer. But being the comic book guy, yeah, I knew and that's exactly the thing I do want to dive in with you on this one because this this pull up is going to oh yeah snowball into hopefully the first edition of the greatest movie scene ever this week articles yes. that um, who has picked up the hammer? Um, Superman yeah. <laughs> when they've done their crossover. Because he's fucking Superman. Yeah. Um, but sticking with, with the purity of it all, um, Captain America has definitely yeah. picked up the hammer on a couple of occasions, I believe. Um, oddly enough, during the Civil War series, uh, they had a robot that was constructed, and it was literally the... There was the joke that was made in the films where he says, oh, so I don't need to be worthy, I just need to have Thor's DNA. Yeah. And so that's what they did in the, in the comic book series, is... Um, they managed to create uh, an android. They created an android using um, Thor's DNA and the skin over the top of it to be able to pick up Mjolnir. Because somewhere in the middle of all this stuff, kind of like in their first Thor film, Mjolnir falls from the sky and just lands. Boom! Yeah. Right in the middle. It's not New Mexico. It's like in Oklahoma. But, um, yeah, so in the comics, it's like it's Beta Ray Bill. Um, he's another character. He's kind of a horse 
face. Supposedly coming in Love and Thunder. I fucking hope so. Yeah. Um, Because he's the one that ends up with Stormbreaker. That's why I was like, huh. Um, and Stormbreaker looks a little different. Itaka is the type of person to be like, no, yeah. we're in beta. They and so he becomes more of a, um, he becomes more of of like a universal type of Thor. Like he has the power of Thor by holding Stormbreaker, but he was also able to best Thor at one point. He kicks Thor's ass. Yeah. Um, barely, but he does it, and so he's able to lift Mjolnir, and they show that he's worthy of doing what he can, not by besting him in battle, but. The person that he is, you know, yeah. the person that he is. So Captain and, and America, I, um, Deadpool, mm-hmm. but that was more of Loki's doing. Yeah, uh, Hulk's done it. Um, Hulk has done it. Uh, Deadpool has done it. Uh, Wonder Woman has yeah. done it. She, um, one of the weirdest twit when they did Marvel versus DC. Yeah, she picked up the hammer. And was supposed to square off against, uh, uh, fucking Storm. Oh, wow. And I was like, why? Oh, yeah, beat Storm's ass. But it was the thing where you could phone in. It was after the uh, Jason Todd, uh, Robin dies in the and DC the comics. Phone in they phone in, you know, who, who's going to die. Who do you want to win? Yeah, who do you want Joker to kill? Or who do you want to win? And Jason Todd, they fucking just uh, wiped oh, him out. He was overwhelming. And, and, like, the rumor was, like, everybody did not expect him just to fucking just beat the shit out yeah. of him. And so, they was like, oh, I thought we were just going to just wipe him off the no, page. No, no, no. we're going to make you guilty. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna make you feel real bad that you did this. You killed the kid. Yeah. So, um, when they did the Marvel versus DC, of course, they had the... People could vote on who was going to win. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Superman beats Hulk. Yeah. Batman beats Cap, barely. Um, Wonder Woman loses to Storm. And I was all, what in the living fuck? Because at one point, when Captain Marvel and Thor are squaring off, so you get Shazam and Thor squaring off, and they knocks the hammer loose, um, Billy Batson returns, he ends up losing, Thor wins it, um, but the hammer goes flying, Wonder Woman picks it up, and then suddenly she's imbued with all of, not only her own power, but Thor's power as well, and I'm all, she's all, this would be unfair. I could beat you easily, this would be unfair. So she casts aside the hammer and all. Oh, wow. Nope, that's not my Wonder Woman. Yeah, she would be like, let's <laughs> she do this. Like, oh, you're fucked. Yeah, sorry, but yeah. this is my universe. You're super fucked. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, do we want to count that uh, one meme that floated around a while back? <laughs> Mr. Rogers picking up the hammer? Mr. Rogers 100 be able to pick up. Mjolnir. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Fred <laughs> Rogers would pick Mjolnir up all day long. Whoever would be like, well, that's just amazing. Well, whoever that's created that meme. Yeah, you mm-hmm. you did the Lord's work there, sir. Yep. So or ma'am. We got we got Vision. We got Captain America. Um, there's actually a character named Ragnarok. He's one of the, of course, from Asgard. Um, yeah. Superman at one point squaring off against a bunch of people has Cap Shield and Mjolnir oh, wow. <laughs> in his hand. Yeah. Uh, there's a thing called Awesome Android. He kind of can mimic all kinds of sorts of stuff. I think Ultron's picked it up too. Um, Hulk's used it a few times. Magneto can lift that mother effer. No, it's Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's made from the heart of a star. Like, it's basically, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Loki's done it. Um, Who else? Yeah, Deadpool. (laughs) If you need a better picture. Oh, that's always an awesome picture. (laughs) I love that. Deadpool with the red cape and the, you know, red hands all stuff. And he's got, uh, you know, his mask on, but it's got the wings on the side of it. That's that's another one I need to put on my uh, to-do list on my Marvel app is to read through that one. And then also, too, I need to jump back and find... A while back, people started posting uh, some uh, pages from a Deadpool comic where Mm -hmm. it's... He stops his girlfriend committing suicide and takes her around for the night and takes out the people that have done her wrong and then drops her off at the hospital like I'm not your hero 
go take care of yourself. We just needed to do what we need to do to make you not do that. Yeah, and it's it's funny because it, it bullet points the need to address mental health yeah. and stuff like that, but it also underlines how just how fucked up Deadpool can yeah. be sometimes. And it's it, not that he did anything wrong. He was doing everything he could to support her and help her, yeah. but in the process, murdered several people. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, back to the question, the subject at hand. Yeah. Ah, good lord, the whole sequence of him, and then... Well, I mean, everything shifted so quickly. Um, Hulk snaps, you know, they they managed to to make the gauntlet, which you have. Yeah. The uh, the nano gauntlet of uh, Iron Man's creation. And I still remember watching that going, like, if they release that, I'm buying it. Yeah. And behold, a couple months later... (laughs) Well, they have the smaller one, too. They have the Iron Man one, but you have to get that through, like, I think it's like Cat Toys or something like that. It's some of No, I was going to drop the hundred bucks. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. So, um, anyway, the... You know, Hulk puts it on, and he's like, "Clearly, I'm the the one that's going to be strong enough yeah. to do this." And so he, well, got- even in a moment of like pure, honestly, PTSD, and just wanting to make amends of what happened, mm-hmm. Hulk, uh, Thor is just like, "Let me do this. I, I need yeah, to do this. I need to do this." Yeah. And Hulk's like, "No, dude, you're, no. You'll be destroyed." Yeah. And so Hulk takes it, snaps, fucks his arm up, and his face, like well, yeah. he's he's messed yeah. up. He's pretty messed up, you know, because this is back in like this is said, in game. Yeah. Yeah. Like we said, wielding one. Infinity Stone is pretty nuts. Almost destroyed the entire Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Uh, wielding all of them, it takes, you know, somebody like the Mad Titan Thanos. Yeah. Or Hulk, you know, was able to do it. As we find out. Yeah. Somebody but else then, barely did it and suffered. Yeah, but um, also t- kind of going back mm-hmm. to the Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. There was one sequence, too, as Thor got back in the mix and everything, and Thor got, I think... Cap was going to pick up Stormbreaker. Talking on the battlefield? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, you get the small one. So they, they reach out. They both reach out to retrieve their hammers, right? Yeah. Um, let, do you mind if I take it back just yeah, a yeah, step no, from there? Yeah. Preceding that. Yeah. Actually, we'll make the oh, joke about that, and then we'll do that. Okay, yeah. so basically what happens is they're on the battlefield, and they both put their hands out to call the hammers, and Cap, Stormbreaker comes to him, and Mjolnir comes to Thor. <laughs> and Thor looks at him and goes, "No, no, no! You give me this. You take a little one. I get that one." Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a very funny battlefield, oh, you know, kind of moment. And um, you know, they they did the whole sequence to try through through that big massive battle. They did everything that they could to pay homage and tribute to everybody. Give the women their oh, their God. moments, you know. Well, like, I know be able to probably the alone? point you were wanting to hit is Cap on your left. On your left, yes, it's my favorite scene in the entire uh, entire entire thing. Um, when Cap. Because, okay, here's why. It showcases, you know, the cap that I can do this all day long. He's never going to quit. Yeah. He's never going to quit. His hammer or, or his shield was his shattered. Broken half. Um, the hammer had been knocked away. He hadn't, you know, claimed it again. He cinches in. His Thanos' armies have shown up. You know, the, the war, warship is overhead. Yeah, he's standing alone on the battlefield. Everybody else is laid to waste. And at this point, he cinches in his shield, blood's dripping down, he can barely get up, and he's just like, we're going to do this. And that's when he starts to march forward, and you hear the crackling sound in his <laughs> headset, and you hear Cap and Sam on your left. Oh, God. Uh, portals open up. Tears are pouring. Yeah, the first portal <laughs> opens up, and it's it's Black Panther, Okoye, and I'm trying to remember the sister's name. I can't think of her. She has this cool Black Panther Black Panther's yes. sister. My so, apologies. Our um, apologies. <laughs> it's because I'm madly in love with Akoya. Yeah. Um, gosh, she's good in that. <sighs> so he comes through, and Cap sees him, and then Falcon flies through. And, and then more portals open. You see Doctor Strange come down. 
There's all the Guardians Spidey. of the Galaxy. Spider-Man swings in. Everybody loses their fucking mind. Another portal opens up. There's Valkyrie. Um, the dude with the blades at Korg. Was, yeah. uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, he's there. Winter Soldier comes rolling out with Groot. Um you know, Howard the Duck's in the mix somewhere. Somewhere in there. No, he is. He, he, is he really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and take a look. It's one of those, like, you've got to pause you it at the right, right moment. at the right moment. Yeah. So, you have that. Um, like I said, you know, Spider-Man shows back up. Everybody loses their mind when Star-Lord takes his, you know, little mask off and yeah. spins his guns. He's ready to rock. Uh, Drax, you know, comes out. Then you get uh, Ant-Man comes. Bur- I'm sorry. Uh, Wasp. Wasp pops up. And then it's. Uh, uh, Pym and uh, Mrs. Pym. Yeah, and then there's uh, um, oh, Jesus Christ, War Machine, and um, Rocket on his shoulder, and then Ant-Man comes bursting yeah. up and opens his hand, and there's Hulk comes jumping out and all that stuff. <sighs> I was very uh, interesting that they didn't touch more on that. On uh, the fact Professor that Hulk? The merging of the two of them made him less... Well, it was strong. supposed to be uh, Infinity War was supposed to be more yeah. of it, but they decided to pull it out, and... I wish they did, but also do I completely understand why yeah. they didn't do it because it'd been it was already a three fucking hour long movie. It was. Yeah. Which didn't feel like it at all. Oh no, it um, flowed. Didn't feel like it at all. I'll tell you right now, I watched The Irishman and that was over three hours and that was holy fuck, it felt three hours. Well of course easy. It's cor- yeah, <laughs> really, really man. It, it just, makes you understand oh. the the pain and anguish people are exactly, going through. Exactly. But with this movie, it was just nonstop, yeah, oh God. start to finish, you know, um, amazing. But the, on your left, and then as soon as everybody is together, Thanos starts to get a little nervous. They're like shit. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you see the resurgence of, we, we're going to win this, yeah. come from Cap. and Avengers assemble. You hear, yeah, you <laughs> hear the, Avengers! And Mjolnir comes to him, and he goes, assemble. Just really quiet. Everybody goes up. But the first person to... Scream coming off the line on that, which was perfect. I don't know if they directed him to do it or if Chris just did it. Chris Hemsworth, as soon as he goes, assemble, you hear him go, like goes marching oh, battle the battle, cry. and it's so fucking perfect. Oh, it, honestly, I watched it a few weeks ago when the one-year anniversary hit. Yeah. Because I, there was another aspect we're going to get ready to talk about here momentarily mm-hmm. that I wanted to touch base on, but also, too, I've been dying to watch it again mm-hmm. for the longest time, and I hadn't really dove into Disney Plus that much on that aspect, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to watch that, and I'm going to watch the scene that we'll more likely discuss, too. Have you watched that scene? Hmm? The uh, way station with Tony? Way station with Tony. And Morgan? No. We, we, when we get to that point, we will step away. Okay. <laughs> and I will force you to watch this. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And you're going to be a blubbery little bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but when we get to that point. Yeah. So, Avengers assembling, battling, and... Yeah, yeah. Um, you get the, you know, the huge well, showdown of, of everybody's forces, and, you know, everybody's going at it. Everybody's getting their moments. Yeah, Peter gets a hold of the... Uh, oh, that was a great moment, too. The hug. Yeah, the hug, when he's like, I, I was just there, and then, you know, all of a sudden everything was gone, and, and then I woke up, and I was on the planet alone, and then, you know, Dr. Strange showed, showed up, up, and, and we gotta go. There's a portal, and we gotta do this, and Tony looks at him, and he's like... Get over you know, here. like, really? And he just grabs him and hugs him. And I'm like, oh, you fucking bastard. Oh, yeah. So... Ugh, so good, so yeah. good. And then we get the the women of Marvel. <laughs> yes, when uh, you know Peter hands off 
the Infinity Gauntlet to Captain Marvel. Yeah. That was a cool scene, too, because oh, you get God. the, you know, what are they firing at? Uh, something just entered the upper atmosphere. And she just And she comes through and flies on. through his ship and just fucking lays it to waste. God. And, uh, and that was a cool scene when he goes, when, when Thanos eventually does get a hold of the gauntlet and goes to snap and she grabs his hand and bends it the fuck back and he head, the headbutt her around the world. Yeah. She had, or he headbutts her, boom! And she doesn't even move. She just stares at him. Oh, yeah. And it takes him pulling the, the power stone off and holding it in his hand and slugging That's my question face. for you yeah. when we get to that point. Sure. Uh, but like we said, every lady of Marvel got yeah, their moment. The women. And- even, uh, Don't doc- worry, she's not alone. And yeah. it's everybody, dude. Okoye, fucking rescue, uh, wasp, rescue. everybody. You know, everybody shows up. That was also a little cool scene, too, when uh, Rescue and Iron Man go back to back in the air. I just start and everything just blasts. Yeah, going crazy. And you're like, fucking A. Yeah, I guess we're to that point now. Yeah. Yeah, because we get to the finale <laughs> where Captain Marvel jumps in and she takes the punch from Thanos with Power Stone. Mm-hmm. And from my knowledge of comic books, out of everybody that was a part of this movie, Captain Marvel was the main one to be able to stand toe-to-toe with Thanos, right? She is. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of people are kind of confused by that, but it's because the Tesseract that they had, where her origin story comes yeah. from, when essentially what happened is she absorbed the power of an Infinity Stone. Yeah. That's why she's so powerful. Okay. So she has the, the ability of the Tesseract, you know, like she has this immense power... That imbued, like that's imbued in her, through, uh, you know, when the reactor and all that stuff went off on the ship that they had it during Captain Marvel. That power is in her. like resided in her body, and so she's she's basically like a living power. Okay, uh, so uh, my question is: before we advance, do we want to go with what happened and then we rewind and start going with theories, or do we want to just jump right into it? No, we can go. I mean, well, okay, so. For because everybody you, knows what the fuck most happens. Most of you have seen what happens. Okay, so... Um, there Thanos the pops moment. her with the power stone. Yeah, hits her with the power stone, puts the stone back in, goes to snap. Uh, Tony grabs him and wrestles with him for a second. Uh, and then you get the, the famous line, Thanos says, I am inevitable. Mm-hmm. And Tony holds his hand well, up he get, after well, the snap. He, yeah. he gives a snap. Nothing, nothing happens. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Yep. Iron Man holds his right hand up, and he's got all the stones in there, and he goes, and I... I'm Iron Man, and he snaps. Boom. Yeah, but you can see the power of it coursing. Oh yeah, it was already armor, doing like damage. It was already starting to do damage to him. Yeah, and, and, and then a side note that I am Iron Man. It was supposed to be him just silent at first, but they figured like he needs to say something. Well, you know, as one of the trivia things that I read to you, um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was the only cast member who read the entire script yeah. and knew exactly what the outcome was going to be. Yeah, nobody else knew. Oh. So yeah, when we it, get to the the aftermath, we'll discuss a little bit about yeah, that. Which is too. great because Tom Holland didn't know. Yeah, and he just well, that's it. He, yeah. They kind of just let everybody roll with it yeah. because Iron Man died. Yep, he he snapped and saved the world, but sacrificed himself. Yeah, uh, the big fucking I love you three thousand kind of thing. Me and Kim say that to each other all the damn time. What a dick. Thing for the Russo brothers to do. Oh yeah, show us his little girl, <laughs> and then you know, like I mean, it makes sense that we all know what everybody's risking for it. Yeah, but you introduce his daughter into this one, and, and he, yeah. he, they knew. So, um, but do you want to jump into Kevin's? Prediction yeah, let's first? let's go into that because as everything was unfolding, Captain Marvel was doing her best to try to take out Thanos. Mm-hmm. She gets hammered, and then. Tony's standing there going like, what the fuck? And then Doctor Strange yes, gives him the one the finger look. of 
of this is it. His fourteen this is the million one in the fourteen million, and that's instances. where Kevin Smith's recent theory came into play, which I thought that's brilliant. Yeah, because my thought and Kevin's thought was Doctor Strange putting out the one finger was like she was her only shot. It was okay. So from and it, it's interesting to see from a creator and a film, you know, like a, a film creator and director's point of view, uh, writer to see him interpret it that way. Yeah. And when you sent it to me and I read it, I was like, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It makes a hell of a lot of sense that, yeah, she was our one shot. And, you know, and so Tony had come up with a contingency, but I understand why, because now we've learned. Because also, too, after that got that theory happened yeah. and uh, Fat Man Beyond happened, they, Kevin and Mark are still in contact with Marcus and McVeely. Yeah. I remember their names, thank God. <laughs> and uh, Mark was like, fuck it, I'll text one of them. Texts him and like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was just basically Doctor Strange going like, this is it, man. Yeah, this you, is you the have one. to do this because going along with Kevin's theory, I thought, okay, Captain Marvel was their only shot. So knowing how Tony is, he Tony is the type of person to have plan A, B, C, D all the way through F. Yeah, ready. So his plan was, if I got to do this, I'm going to have my technology ready to be able to grab those stones right. and go because. It, it's Tony. He says, I can't tell you because it's going to change the outcome. Yeah. But this is how we proceed. You know, yeah. sort of. So the real, the truth behind it is the one finger is basically strange going, you have to do this. Right. So now my question is, well, I, I guess it would, it would make sense since they remember everything that happened right before that. When, uh, uh, Dr. Strange comes back into existence after Hulk snaps. Yeah. It hits him. It has to hit him right there. And it's like, okay. this is rolling right. Shit's in, moving into motion. Yeah. Um, you know, that sort of thing. So Iron Man makes the ultimate sacrifice. You know, there's, there's the fan theory behind that. The Kevin's anyways, um, it was kind of shot down, but you had said to me, I wonder if this is where Dr. Strange into the multiverse is going to go. Yeah. Because the weight of the guilt and everything. Because we get, we got, uh, Spider-Man far from home Mm -hmm. with Spider-Man with the loss of his mentor, his icon Mm -hmm. and everything and feeling like he has to take over. Put the shoes on the Doctor Strange's feet and go, I made Iron Man sacrifice himself, and now the world doesn't have Iron Man because of me. I don't even think it's the world doesn't have Iron Man anymore. I think it's going to be Tony's the one who figured out time travel. Yes, we understand the multiverse, but he, without any magic at all, figured out how to yeah. you know, make time travel work. And then on top of that, the, the impending guilt of leaving his family without... You know, uh, Tony around. Yeah, it would open the door perfectly for them to bring the ability for Robert Downey Jr. and you know Chris Evans and all these different guys to come in and cameo at some point. Oh, the multiverse is going to be cameo packed. Yes, so you're going to have the ability to do all that. But if they bring Tony back, it gives him the ability to say, "I'm done now. I sacrificed. I did what I needed to do. I'm going to pass the mantle on to somebody else." And that's where in the comic books, or even there's that young girl who who yeah. is smart like he is, and he and that's passes rumored on her technology. To, and yeah. that's rumored to be starting on Disney Plus soon. So there you go. There's but also I mean, too, it would be great. It could get to the point where Doctor Strange does get to Tony, and Tony goes, "It wasn't you. I did it. Yeah. You don't need to wonder well, about. Well, see, and I that's I, the only I, time where I think you might be wrong on that because yeah. there was a complete understanding. That in the middle of this madness and the battle that was going on, Tony looks to Strange and Strange looks back at him and in the middle of casting a spell and having his hands up, he just puts up the one finger 
And he's like, this is it. Yeah. I couldn't reveal it. And also to it. this predates so uh, Dr. Doolittle, so. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great movie. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> John Cena's a polar bear. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming for you, Doc. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. So, um, um, but now we move forward with WandaVision because we, we didn't get the return of yeah. Vision. Yeah. We also didn't see the return of Black Widow. True. Um, Natasha did not come back. Which leads me to believe a couple things, and I'll throw my theories out here yeah. on this one. One is, I think WandaVision, being her who can manipulate reality and all kinds of things like that, they seem to do it in the movie where she manipulates the physical realm more than anything else. But the previews for WandaVision show them as, you know, Wanda and uh, Scarlet Witch and... Vision, Vision. living a life. Living a the cliche sitcom. Well, life. it shows him like in the fifties where he's like in a sweater vest and all that stuff. Yeah. Then there's one where it flips and it shows him in their classic, you know, like seventies and eighties attire. Yeah. And then there's, you know, and there's a like, nod to full shit. house on there too. Supposedly. So yes, there is. And I, I'm curious to see if it's going to delve into her manipulation of the, of reality, which could change things pretty yeah. drastically well, within, within the, you know, one division is supposed to be the precursor for Dr. Strange and the multiverse. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, and that's why this whole COVID thing with everybody being pushed has to be pushed in a delicate way uh, yeah. because everything has to unfold properly. Otherwise, Speaking of way. unfolding properly, mm-hmm. the funeral sequence. <sighs> because be- before we even jump into it, everybody went to this shoot not knowing. They yeah. all thought it was a wedding. Yeah. They thought it was Pepper and Tony's wedding. Yeah. But it was early. If it was filmed early, so there was no way well, for them to know. They filmed it at the at, at the uh, cabin yeah. that he lived at, um, and they did not film the sequence with the you know Man. proof that Tony Stark had a heart you yeah. know like thing. They didn't have that sequence in there. Everybody was gathered there, and I heard that Robert Downey Jr. was there even too. And at some point, that's when they revealed, revealed to him like this is a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, they knew like everybody's in black and all that stuff, and so they go, okay, here's the funeral sequence. Who's it for? everybody's here who's it for and that's when he kind of turned around and addressed everybody it's like it's it's for me and they're like what the fuck yeah i gotta step off camera what the fuck you know so oh, oh god and, and it should have been a nod because i knew who that fucking kid was oh yeah i knew who the kid was when they passed by him george, my buddy george leaned to me and goes who's the fucking kid and i go that's the kid from iron man 3. it took me a moment like yeah. it, that's the kid I'm who like, helped him with you know like helped him with the i name. was one of the ones going who the fuck is a kid? Yeah, it took me a little bit, and I found it. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew who fuck. it was right off the bat. Because they singled him out, and he's standing there by himself, and you're like, who the fuck is that kid? Yeah. And everybody was all under speculation. And it was immediately, I was talking with like Giovanni and some of my buddies. I'm like, that's the dude from Iron Man 3. Like, I know. That's yeah. Fucking it was brilliant. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. And then we get the we get everything. We get the hologram final message from Tony and everything but the uh, one final just really just that punch right in the feels right in the taint mm-hmm. is uh, Favreau and the kid fuck that <laughs> yeah so I'm gonna let you take that because if I do it I'll cry yeah I'm gonna God he sits down with Morgan seeing how she's doing and everything you're right I'm sorry I have seen this yeah and oh no this is different scene. oh is this different scene yeah we're gonna go into that after okay. this scene because so then you're gonna be crying oh, like a little Jesus. girl he sits down <laughs> fucking hell as a dad, it's my ass. He sits down with Morgan, and he says to her, uh, "She says, to, actually, she says to him, you know, he's like, can I get you anything? You know, is there anything I can do for you?'" And she goes, "Want a cheeseburger?" I, I don't want a cheeseburger. Well, that's what he said in Iron Man <laughs> yeah. One. I was like, 
you fucker. fucker. So he says to her, you know, like, yeah, kid, I'll get you all the hamburgers, you know, all the cheeseburgers you want. Ah, fuck. <laughs> fuck you. God damn it. You know, like, from a dad's standpoint, I was like, son of a bitch. It just hit so hard in the feels, and I felt so bad oh, for happy. But since you already got the tears kind of rolling, we're going to step away for a moment. Oh, you're a dick. And we're going to watch the, the scene in question that he hasn't seen, I've seen. Everybody knows this. It's Tony in Oh, after- ha, ha, I'm the last one. I get it. Fuck you all. Tony and the way station after the soul stone, like Thanos went to the, this area after he did his initial snap and young Gamora was there okay. this time around. Tony's there and Morgan's there. What? Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. I'll give the man a moment to kind of uh, compose himself in there to, we just, we just watched the scene from Disney plus where they, it was Tony at the way station uh, with Morgan. Yeah, and like in Infinity War when Thanos does his snap. Adult Morgan. Well, young, he, he he crosses paths with woman. young Gamora in mm-hmm. the way station. This time around, Tony's at the way station yeah. and he gets Adult Morgan. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and you get the whole <laughs> the I love you three thousand moment. Oh yeah. Hey, fuck off with you and your recorder, by the way. <laughs> Stand there waiting to catch my fucking moment of misery and pain. Like, oh, oh I, was, I had the voice recorder yeah. going just kind of get the honest reaction. That's all I want. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So because... this asshole goes, oh, see, well, that's okay. You didn't really give me much. And I'm looking and like, hey, fuck off. Well, I was going to have us yeah. close out and then go. And now for the actual audio of oh, next reaction. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, I just teared up. I was too busy watching. I knew that's what he was going to say, too, because she goes, I love you, Dad. And he's like, I love you 3,000. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, such a good scene. And yeah. Honestly. So I'm not going to go back and watch the rest of them. Oh, honestly, I think I'm going to watch it again tonight, honestly. Yeah. I, I'm a single man of the town tonight, so. <laughs> yes, you are. Your lady. I don't want to call her lady of the night. <laughs> Your lady is not My lady in friend. Town. Yeah. Yeah. yeah town, so, so I'm get to. Um, but I think if I tell her I'm going to watch Endgame tonight, she's like, "Fucker." <laughs> it, so it kind of it's interesting to to see where they're going to put things in perspective. Do they allow Tony to sit with his sacrifice, or do they do the very comic book thing and oh, yeah. find a way to retrieve him, and he comes back, and that's that's that. Oh yeah, and, know, but also is. too, you know. Tony's conscience is going to pop up in Spider-Man somehow. Well, it's going to have to. Yeah. And there's the whole... Especially you know, with Edith. Well, see, here's the thing. I like... It doesn't have to do that. I well, like the interaction well, between him and Happy. Well, the thing also, too, with me, with, when it comes to the Edith, mm-hmm. Edith factor, I wouldn't I'd even think like even in Avengers 5. He's throwing on Edith, and it, the shit's hitting the fan, and then all of a sudden he just sees Armageddon Protocol activated. And then Tony's voice pops in like, I know you're going to need me. <laughs> it's possible it's very possible but i mean we still have to address the whole spider-man is a murderer now oh, it's like how the world perceives him oh god and that's the, i mean that's yeah. the crux of being spider-man is that you know he's a villain he's not he's a villain he's not yeah. like when when giovanni and myself went and saw uh you know with robbie and we went to see uh spider-man far from home with kevin and mark yeah. at the you know the theater down there in l.a um, and everybody from Scum and Villainy. Hi, JC. Yeah. Um, all those guys down there. Wait, when wait. we went to JC, listen to this. Well, I don't know if he does, but I'm going to say it anyway. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to give him props. That's my my nerd, my Star Wars nerd brother in arms. Yeah. Um, I'll have him tell you that amazing date ruining story one yeah. day. But um, anyway, as far as things go, it was such a trip because we had this moment where it was like. Holy shit, it's J. Jonah Jameson. Look, it's, you know, like, ah, Toby McGuire, they linked uh, it. Wait, what? 
Yeah. For Spider-Man's Peter Parker? Yeah. I think we got to, that's going to be on the next episode yeah. because we do have to dive we, in and out more clusterfucks. We have a lot that's about to happen. Um, Venom, the, uh, let me see, I'm sorry, not the next Venom, the, uh, what's what's the next one that's coming out where they Venom. Talk? Oh, no, Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. Morbius crosses the two because you see... Um, Killer. You, well, you see uh, Morbius himself talking to uh, Vulture. Yeah. And there's a poster in the background of Spider-Man, and it's got murderer written across oh, it. Oh, yeah. So you're like, oh, fuck. I think we're finally going to see those Marvel and Sony lines really blurring. I hope so. Yeah. I hope they make it profitable and, for everybody. And, and play together nicely. Yeah. But, but uh, enough of that. Yeah. We finally got it out of our system, because I've been wanting to talk to you, especially about the cat picking up the hammer forever. Well, there, I mean, and again, there's so many wonderful moments within that movie. and those There's, there's the a lot ones, of them we didn't even touch. Yeah, that's that's just hey, the, the fastest Tony talking to his dad. Oh, dude. When they have that heart-to-heart, and they don't, you know, like, dad doesn't that realize why, yeah, and he, gives yeah. Them, he just gives him the hug, you know, and he's like, oh. Thank you for your work. Yeah. <laughs> just so fucking, ugh. Anyway. Uh, before he starts crying again. Well, wait. I gotta finish it out with this. Okay. Cap gets his dance. Oh, yes. Cap oh, gets his fucking dance. When he goes back in time to turn everything in, and he puts all the stones back where they need to be, and then he doesn't show up when he was supposed to come back, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, Sam, look over there. And there's an old man sitting on the bench, and he's like, hey, Sam, you know, and he gives him the shield. Yeah. Try it on, man. I think it's going to fit yeah. you just fine. He talks to Bucky for just a second. You know, like the whole, the whole shebang of that. And he says... You know, I... I uh, notices the ring. Yeah, and he's like, uh, you want to tell me about that? And he goes, no, I don't think I do. Yeah. I don't think I do. I'm going to keep this one to myself. Yeah, I'm going to keep that one to myself. And then it goes back and shows him dancing, oh. you know, with Carter, with Peggy You Carter. know the fan theory behind the bench, right? Hmm. Remember when Hulk throws the bench? Oh, shit, yeah. Some people are saying the bench that Cap's sitting on is uh. the one Hulk threw. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. That'd be we'll, kind of funny. But we'll end this on yeah. a laugh. So, yeah, definitely. Since that's we're that. not getting your tears on freaking audio. Oh, shut up! <laughs> honestly, Endgame, I cannot watch it enough. And I'm going to watch it again tonight, honestly. It's just so masterful going together between, how many films? 22? 22 films. 22 10 films. 10-year span. 10-year span, 22 films, and they wove it together perfectly. And yeah. if you need any more, you know, like the post-Endgame stuff, definitely watch uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. And you can see exactly how they wove stuff from Iron Man 3 and everything. into Just background stuff. How yeah. fucking masterfully they do these things. Honestly, Endgame is in my type, top five movies of all time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For, for just sheer stand-up and cheer factor. Exactly. It, you know, it's, it's up there in my top three, for sure. All so, right. But I appreciate you doing this with me. I'm glad we were able to get this out. And I'm glad you guys had a chance to take a listen to this. And, so. and uh, be- before we do the usual closing, just wash your fucking hands, people. Just stay safe, sane, and sanitized. Cover your fucking nose with your mask if you're going to put a mask on. It makes n- it just doesn't... All right, never mind. Anyways, this has been Josh. This has been Nick. And we'll see you next time.